I think birds are aware of their mortality. I don't know. They have to be. They die all the time. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two dorks try not to make a simple conversation weird and fail every time. So I hear either you or nearby you had a tornado warning the other day. Yeah, we did. As a follower of weather my entire life, that excites me. And I see that you're fine right now, so I can get excited. I don't have to be worried about your safety. I almost texted you, but I didn't. So what was it like? I almost texted you, but I didn't. This is our relationship. We just pull out our phones, think about texting the other person, and then slowly put them away awkwardly. Um, it was kind of funny. So I was actually in the office. So I did not get the text warning me of the tornado because I live up north where there wasn't a tornado. But apparently the, the tornado, in quotations, where they thought the tornado would happen, it kind of formed and then, I don't know, it, it, it's like uh, the meteorological equivalent of half-mast. I don't know, what do you call that? Where the tornado half forms and then doesn't? I, I'm sure there's a term like a, for a, it. Microchub? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, meteorologists are pretty nerdy. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. there's a term for it, I'm sure, but I have no idea what it is. Okay, yeah. So it did that. Anyway, so it was directly to the west of downtown Seattle. So downtown Seattle brushes right up against the Puget Sound. On the other side of the Puget Sound, on the western side of it, is... Uh, Bainbridge Island, Bremerton, a bunch of nice communities out there. I have friends that live out there. It's a great place. That's where the tornado was. But they warned downtown Seattle because they're like, it might come across the water, become a uh, a water spout, and then hit downtown. So I was downtown in the 17th floor of my building, which is two blocks from the sound. And I'm like, well, I'm going to the window side of this building so I can watch this happen. <laughs> so I just parked myself in a conference room over there and I'm like, I'm Sigler's dad. I'm watching. And then the sun came out and there was a rainbow over the Space Needle and it was beautiful. Did your knees hurt at any point? <laughs> the whole time. There's definitely something to brewing. <laughs> I know that you live nearby or in the area and enough and also you know it's a tornado so that's my thing so i was, <laughs> I, I was really tempted to text you and be like i heard there's a tornado in there i i expected to get back from you what <laughs> like, no clue nobody here's saying anything about that so that i think that's why i didn't bother it was in the middle of the work day and i was like you know i'm just gonna bother him i'm not gonna say anything he probably doesn't even know it's probably not in his area it's probably you know I, that 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 would be me you know expecting like oh seattle is expecting a experience a tornado warning i'm like oh that's my my friend steve that's helping that's hurting him <laughs> turn on the news He'd be like no I, steve I get hurt that. yeah i seen him on the news he ended up on top of a building. So, yeah, ultimately that, that is why I did not contact you. But I, I definitely was thinking about you and was hoping for an, an awesome story of how you, you rode out the storm and had to go to a basement, but you don't have a basement, so you had to dig a hole or something. And it, it sounds like I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately, I survived the weather. It, it was not even inconvenient. It was kind of cool to sit in a glass room and have it shake and the wind blow against it and then be nice and safe. That, that is key for riding out a storm is to <laughs> feel safe afterwards, because if you don't, then you're dead. Yeah. So. yeah. Or, you know, hurt. There's, there's in between. There's lots of in between safe and dead. There's yes. mildly inconvenienced. And again, when I, I know I've brought this up before, but I always have to talk about with tornadoes because I, I have seen so little tornado, tornadic activity 
given the fact that I grew up in Kansas, but you can screw with people so easily. Like that was another thing. I was, I was like, I could have texted you and like, you know, used a bunch of terms that you don't understand or that I made up just to, <laughs> you know, freak you out or freak out the people around you. I don't know. Cause I've definitely done that to my coworkers and it's just so easy. I sound like the old man that's like coming out of the shadows when people are talking about the tornado It's just like better batten down those hatches. Storm's coming. And like cut off a piece of apple with a knife and <laughs> put it in my mouth or something. <laughs> like, that's how I imagine I sound when I tell people the things I tell them. And instead, I just sound like, you know, a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know, when you're driving, you have to pull over and you need to get into a ditch. Otherwise, the tornado will just pick up your car and toss you several feet. There have been tornadoes that have thrown cars entire, like, miles. Did you know there was one? And like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a Wikipedia page that won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not terribly exciting it's just more annoying it's like oh is that the guy that talks about tornadoes yeah that's shut the door please shut the door yep he's he's fine out there and then a tornado kills everyone ironically womp, womp, womp. well that's the thing is that, that that happens so rarely that's why it's such a big I, people you know hear about tornadoes that they, they happen all the time you got to be watch out watch out they're deadly and that, that is true but so many tornadoes happen in the middle of nowhere and not just kansas but um <laughs> but where, where nobody lives and so you don't have to worry about it it's when they actually they threaten downtown seattle that's when you know i that's why i saw it i saw it on twitter like trending because i was like uh, that that is big like was it knoxville tennessee there was some kentucky nashville i think it was nashville there's one that happened in nashville and like killed four people i think because actually hit downtown it was big news and everybody heard about it because you know it's in a big populated area and that just happens so infrequently. Like the one that hit here that actually hit, uh, I think it hit a, a gas station and like took, d- destroyed the gas station, like ruined the roof and everything. And that, that was, you heard about that because nobody died, but it, it was also in a big area where a lot of people live. So you just don't hear about most tornadoes. And that's why it's because they, they, they tend to target, not target. <laughs> I should say <laughs> they're being sent by the aliens from outer space. Now you really have to shut the door. I don't think that guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but they hit, yeah, the the nothing areas. So it's like, oh, yeah, tornado hit last night. Yep, I can tell because the field's all messed up and the cows are over on that side of the field. But <laughs> otherwise, nothing happened. It might have taken one of the cows. I don't know. It was slow anyways, so we can say goodbye. The bad cow. I was going to say Bessie, but that's the name of every cow. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I don't know if people name their cows, but there has to be other names. No, they're all just Bessie. Okay. Bessie four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Three cows. All right. That's not really worth owning cows if you're only going to own three. I mean, how much milk do you need? I mean, it's not just milk. Well, yeah, but you don't want to keep them all around for meat. I mean, it, you clearly have not lived in the Midwest. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you're a, a rancher. but Yeah, my uncle literally had cows just so they would get slaughtered and he would give out the meat every Christmas. It would, it would be like, all right, how much meat you guys want this Christmas? It's like <laughs> all of it. As much as our freezer will hold, it felt like he he was the guy at Oregon Trail that goes out and it's like, oh, you got to shoot something to feed the family. All right, shot a buffalo. I can only carry 250 pounds of meat back to the wagon. The rest of it's just laying in a field somewhere if anybody wants it. That's how it felt with his, uh, the meat that he would give out. It's just like, well, how much do you want? I don't know. How big is my freezer? I had an uncle who would raise our Thanksgiving turkey every year. That was really delicious. And I also had a friend who would, who, I can't remember if it was a cow or a sheep. But he named it De Niro because he didn't want to feel sad when he killed it. So he had to just remember that this was for money. 
Oh, De- I mean De Niro. Yeah. De Niro's Robert De Niro. No, no, it was a play on that. It was like, Ro- yeah, it was Robert De Niro instead of De Niro. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, so with the turkey, did he have kids? And were the kids like aware of like new pet, but also this is going to be dinner? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Part of their job was to feed what would one day feed them. There's definitely a circle of life thing that I enjoy there. You know, as long as you're not being cruel and terrible about it, which, you know, if you're just raising that one turkey to be the turkey that's going to be dinner, that's, I think that's totally fine. I wonder if one of the kids would find out what stuffing is one day and be like, oh, I'm going to get this started early. <laughs> <laughs> just shoving it down the turkey. Give it lots of bread. Yeah. Nope, that's going to kill it, son. You've just ruined Thanksgiving. Yeah, that would be another thing. Like, what if one of the kids screwed up and, like, ruined Thanksgiving for the entire family? 20 or 30 people would come over Thanksgiving and, like, this giant bird had to feed everybody. What do you do if you ruin that? You have to go out like the family in a Christmas story? <laughs> to the well, Chinese okay. restaurant? Well, when are you going to ruin it? Like, there's a lot, like, if you ruin it in, let's say, September, you just go buy a turkey when it comes time. Like, we're not committed to this one bird and we're going to eat it or nothing. There is a multiverse of turkeys out there. That can be consumed by the Shinny family. That's not a problem. The kind of family that would do this, I feel like, is the kind of dad who would be petty like that. Like, he'd be like, no, you ruined the bird. We have no <laughs> bird this Thanksgiving. <laughs> when we're giving thanks, make sure you, you chastise and condemn Timmy. You go and you walk up to Grandma and you tell her that Thanksgiving is canceled this year because you gave the turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> the original cancel culture. I thought it would make the meat taste sweeter. It's a good thought. But that's why you're the dumb kid. Go sit in the corner and eat your, uh, what would be the dish that nobody wants that he has to eat like more of? Oh, just corn. Just corn by itself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. No gravy. No rolls. Eat your corn. <laughs> eat what we were supposed to feed the turkey, you dumbass. <laughs> you get to eat twiz no no Twizzlers they'd like. If it was a kid, you'd be like, you get to eat a meal of nothing but Twizzlers. Oh yeah, you're like you're on an, we're putting you on an all Twizzler diet. <laughs> Till you poop yourself literally to death. Till you're fattened up, we're gonna eat you. Do unto the turkey as I do unto you. I'm so glad I did not live in that family. That would not be I I need to be the family that, you know, they get go out weeks before Thanksgiving and, and get the bird. But, you know, you just put it in the freezer until you're ready for it. Instead of, I'm working on making this bird ready. I've definitely heard stories from my mom and uh, older generations than that. But even my mom, you know, like having to go out and kill the chicken for dinner. That's probably still a thing in certain parts, but I've never experienced it. And I'm, I'm happy -er for that. Well, you do realize we had to kill this bird to eat it, right? You understand that it wasn't. Somebody did, yeah, but I didn't. I never had to look it in the face and say, it's your time now. Because the bird's dumb. It doesn't know that. I think birds are aware of their mortality. I don't know. They have to be. They die all the time. Well, okay, I guess you're aware of it, but you're not conflicted about it. How about that? Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. You're probably yeah, not conflicted they, about it. They definitely don't seem surprised that they die. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yep. <laughs> Did you guys have in the pool? <laughs> so did you have any like weird uh, Thanksgiving traditions or like weird things that you would eat that came out every year? Or... A, you've segued into a different podcast that's now going to be 20 minutes longer. So apologies for that. Not, not anything weird. There was always the, I, I didn't like it and I, I know certain people do and whatever, more power to you. But the stuffing or the dressing that half of it 
half of it in our pan would be oysters. Oh, okay, yeah. Oyster stuffing, that's good. Wrong, but yeah. And then the other <laughs> half would be the normal stuff that, you know, would, would get eaten first and would be gone. And then you either had to be brave or just not have any more stuffing. Part of the problem is you're eating oysters in the middle of the country, far away from any oysters. So, you know. Noted. You probably look into that problem. We would always have the half of the stuffing cooked in the bird and half the stuffing cooked not in the bird. And we had to fight over the stuffing cooked in the bird because it's better. That was a, a big thing. Did you actually fight? Like, was it, was it like, all right, kids, it's almost time to eat. Get on the carpet. <laughs> Here's the knife. And who wants it more? <laughs> so first off, you had to figure out which table you were sitting at. Like, am I at the adult table or the kids table this year? And then you got to figure out, okay, when is it time to set the table? And then you volunteer to set the table and you fight with the other people to set, set the bird stuffing on your table. And screw that dry stuff. That goes to the other table where the lepers sit. <laughs> the lepers? With the dry stuffing for their dry skin. <laughs> Is that the kids? <laughs> like You just said there's a kids and adults table. You also had a table set aside for lepers that got the terrible stuffing? Yeah, well, I mean, where do you put your lepers at home? I've not had any lepers over for Thanksgiving. You can't have the lepers sit with the kids. Their ears would fall in the stuffing, and the kids would eat the ears, and that's gross. But maybe there's more leprosy going on in the upper Midwest and North <laughs> Northwest. Uh, this is why I asked I about your weird Thanksgiving traditions. You don't invite ten lepers in? No. <laughs> Not judging, not saying if they came to the door, I wouldn't let them in, but they just didn't come a-calling on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's the Thanksgiving lepers! Let's all sing leper songs for them. Here we come, a-gathering our limbs off the ground. <laughs> uh, the worst part was the year that a bunch of fake lepers came, and they had just, like, dried oatmeal on their skin. It was a leprechaun. That'll do it for this episode. Boy, I sure did ruin that. If you still need more, head on over to Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. I actually laughed at that. I was trying to say I'm ending this podcast right now, but I was actually laughing, so I... Sure. You're garbage. I hate you. Well done. Congratulations on getting on a podcast that joke you learned when you were six. <coughs> yep. Die. That's what you deserve. No Thanksgiving dinner for you. Just die from that. You garbage person.